All right, welcome back to week one of season three or four of the Fantasy Fuckboys. Two? Well, no. Three? Because we did one in your... Uh, three. Season three. Season three. three. Season three. Season three. Uh, season three is the season of vibes. So Absolutely. We're, we're just going... We're just going to to have a good time this year. You know, we're not worrying about winning or losing or anything like that. So, um, I guess should introduce. I'm Travis. Uh, I'm David. And we've got uh, we've got Ben, the most unlucky person in the world, here today. So, yeah. Ben, uh, you're looking like seven hundred. Fifty dollars poorer than I expected you to look. I mean, yeah, it it happens. It happens to the best of us. But you know, you keep moving on. You keep throwing down those five dollar parlays. And are are you guys gonna do one five dollar par ten team parlay every week in the season? Uh, you know, I decided to um, cut sports betting for a while. You know, that's fair. I I cashed out whatever I had in my account and. Out of uh, out of rage, it was that or throw it down on something else, and I figured the cash out was the best move. So, you should do like a ten golfer parlay. Mm. Just all I don't the, even all know if you win? can do that. Places. All all to place, all to make it to Sunday in, in the places. Oh, okay. That's I mean that's definitely doable. Um, just a thought. I know that golf but, can be kind of like a crapshoot sometimes. Yeah, yeah. the The real money's made by picking the winner before the tournament starts, because mm-hmm. odds are just dumb. But uh, my yeah. money's on Tiger this year. In general, just in every tournament. All right, I like it's, it. It's really <laughs> he can't walk yet, but <laughs> a parlay for him to win every single tournament for the rest of the year. What's uh, Kevin from the office say? If you ever get 10,000 to 1 odds, you take it? You take it. Yeah, so, exactly. Yeah. Imagine, I guarantee you could get 10,000 to 1 odds on Tiger winning every tournament for each of the tournaments. So if you do a parlay through the entire year, that's that's what? That's going to be like a million to 1 odds? Yeah, that he wins every tournament. That he wins every single tournament I, for the rest of the year? Depending on how much you put on it, I think they'd probably take your money. Yeah. Absolutely. Why wouldn't they? I mean, just keep throwing it down every week. A new, a new bet every Look, week after you lose your they, first leg. They may gain $5 from me, but they have the potential to lose $5 million to me. That's true. I mean, that's, that's <laughs> betting. <laughs> that's betting. Um, so for, for those of you that don't know or didn't really pay attention to the chat, since I assume that it's going to be like 12 people listening to this, Ben lost on a 10-team parlay on Monday Night Football. Bet on the Ravens over the Raiders, and it had a fluky-ass finish with Lamar fumbling twice in the fourth quarter in overtime, with the Raiders throwing an interception in the end zone to start overtime, and then it ended on a the Raiders not being able to get their field goal unit out, having to call timeout, put their... Or no, take a delay of game, put their... Offense back on the field and then score on a forty-yard touchdown to end the game. So, that's how Ben lost his ten-team five-dollar parlay. What he hasn't told people is he hedged it, so he still made money, but it wasn't as nice. But it, it for me, it wasn't about the money. I wouldn't have been been no, about the money. For no, me. same. It was it was like a six hundred dollars swing, but 
still, I, I did make $150 on it. On the other side of it, I was worried about, and I could have cashed out the whole game, but at the most it got up to was like 570 or 580 But again, it was all about the fact that I wanted to say I hit a 10-team parlay, and that was the 10th leg, so... I couldn't do it. I didn't cash out before, so I wasn't going to cash out that game. I mean, you lost five bucks. Ultimately, that's what it ended up yeah, being. So it's a tough. Well, and I lost in fantasy. That, <laughs> that was the bigger thing. And we can we can get into that. That's a good uh, a good way to good little segue tr- transition there. So first things first, I should mention that we aren't doing any cuts or edits. We're just running through this. I just don't want to do any editing. So. Um, it could get a little, little interesting on those transitions. We're going to have to figure out ways to, to do that there, but it's tough. Cause I know we've been super professional and, uh, you know, in our podcasting career over the past three years and it's just going back to our roots, I guess. Yeah. Yeah. And you know, it, it, it sucks. Um, I don't know. Do we end up naming the studio last year? Absolutely not. I think we were leaning toward like Milf Hunter Studio or something. I I don't know, but it got torn down. We re- redid the basement, so the audio quality's off. The editing's gonna be off, but the vibes are right. Absolutely. So, so with that, let's go into the season of vibes. We're gonna go right into recaps here. Um, we'll start with myself versus Jaden, and I won one thirty-seven point five to Jaden seventy-eight point zero five the worst output of the year so far um the the good for my team here was christian mccaffrey scoring as many points as he did without a touchdown scored like 22 points he was the rb1 without i'm trying to flip through my notes we actually are doing (laughs) notes this year 23.2 points without touchdowns rb1 without a touchdown this uh this week which is cool um my only note on my team was Lamar kind of being shaky then for for Jaden Keenan Allen played well but the rest of his team was kind of just ass I I just it's bad managering by Jaden to play Aaron Rodgers Saquon Barkley and Tampa Bay's defense like three I wouldn't even have him on my team oh no no terrible plays by him and he deserved that 78 points yeah, I, I, I think it's all strategy, though. I mean, Jaden tends to do the same thing every year. I, he'll get off to a slow start. He'll find a way to make you think he's vulnerable and that you should trade with him. And then people just start handing players, and by the postseason, oh, he's yeah, good he... to go. So I think that's that's where he's going with this one. Like you said, he's got literally nine guys on his team that wouldn't touch my bench positions. So mm-hmm. I, don't know, I don't know what he's going for. He doesn't really have that base, those base players, but... We'll see. I have no doubt that he'll be there right at the end of the season. I know this is something we... I don't know it off the top of my hand. I doubt you do. That 78 uh, points, is that the lowest in the league without a player getting injured? Because all of his players were healthy throughout the entire game. Like Aaron Rodgers didn't play the fourth quarter. But he wasn't injured. We've seen a couple of 60-point, like, in the 60-point weeks. So, I want to say no, but it's it's one of the, it's probably maybe the lowest week one score that I've, mm-hmm. that I've seen. So, um, 
most week one scores, everybody's healthy. Everybody's kind of popping off. You know, have a lot of time to prepare. Not not Jane, not in Jane's case. So I I don't know. Uh, one final note: James Robinson had a nice six point nine points. Ooh, and people were complaining about his usage and Urban Meyer not using him enough. But I mean, it turns out he had the perfect usage. So I, <laughs> he I, scored the perfect amount of points. If, if every single one of my players scored six point nine points every single game. I would be happy. I wouldn't win, but I'd be happy. You'd get last place, but <laughs> the the memes, the memes would be perfect. So, with with that, let's let's talk about your team versus Tostin. Um, great team name, by the way. I want to comment on it. Justin's cracked at Fortnite. Great picture. We kind of talked about it earlier. Um, you played Tostin. It was what was it? Jesus plays and God wins. Uh, or Jesus saves and God wins. Jesus saves and God wins. Um, and I'll be honest, this was more of a, a charity effort by me. You know, after he came out with such a strong uh, Thursday night team, it, I kind of had to think to myself, and, you know, I talked to the players before their games. I was like, listen, this guy got last last year, right? Got last last year. He really, he he needs a win. He needs to start out you know, on the right note, otherwise, you know, who knows what it's going to be like for the rest of the year. He may, he may kill himself. <laughs> I, would, I would hate to see that. I, I think that might happen regardless of whether he's winning or not. I just, just from some of the, the words of wisdom he's given me, I, he, he's right on that edge right now. So I, I don't know <laughs> if he's trying to, same type of thing with the mental approach, trying to make everyone take it easy on him but he's right there, and he's ready to jump. So I think it's just going to take one little push and boop, dead. Oh, yeah. they, Jaden and, and Tossin are both kind of doing the, the change, spare change, you know, from, like, uh, South Park. You know, uh, you, you move up to Minnesota and become a little bitch, I guess. <laughs> <laughs> you heard it here first. The vibes, the vibes are you know a little shaky with that one, David. But all love though, all love, all all love, just the most love for for those little bitches. Um, yeah, Tossin, he got almost eighty points from Mahomes and Tyreek, nine touchdowns. Uh, not sure if it's sustainable, but we'll see. You know, God, God wins, I guess in the end. So, uh, you had DeAndre, who looked great. Corey Davis looked great, um, and then Aaron Jones and uh, Judy were really the only bad marks. Aaron Jones getting five carries and Jerry Judy getting hurt. So yeah, that that Jerry Judy one that doesn't feel great. Um, he was looking super good before he got hurt. Um, obviously, he had ten points in the first half without a touchdown, and then yeah, goes down to injury. But yeah, yeah, and I think that's that's the important part. I mean. He didn't play the second half. There's a good chance you win this matchup if he plays the second half. Absolutely. Like he, he Absolutely. He was looking like he was going to boom. Teddy was looking good. They were looking good together. And now now he has one less ankle for the uh, time being. For a couple weeks at least. Yeah. I mean, that 52-point deci- deficit, just gone. That's a, a Judy touchdown away from being a, you know, a 40-point deficit. Mm-hmm. 
And, and at and that point, it's it's neck and neck. It just it it topples. Every, everybody in your team starts scoring because they see that that uh, one person scores and and in Yahoo Yahoo knew that they the projections immediately went down fifty points as yeah. CMC went out. So Yahoo was all over it. Just injuries is all it was. I mean, Josh Jacobs got injured on every play that he was in. And he half did. of them didn't count. So it worries uh, me a bit. <laughs> He's. Deontay Johnson does it. Josh Jacobs, uh, Mike Williams. Mike Williams does it. Yeah, it's it's super fun, super entertaining. Just being able to watch him roll around in the ground, and <laughs> then hop in two plays later. So, um, yeah, we. I'm sorry about your loss, starting 0 and 1. Uh, another person started 0 and 1. Kind of convenient that my computer set them all up like this. Uh, ben loses to Jack, but makes five dollars for being the high loser. Uh, Jack beat him 127.1 to 125.75. Jack had Dak, who looked relatively healthy. Travis Kelsey looked good. Um, but kind of going forward, I think he's going to have some issues with Mostert, Gallup, and Odell all being hurt. They're all out this week. Mostert's out the year, and then Gallup got placed on IR. So Yeah. Um, Mike Williams was another one that went off, and... As much as he wants to believe it, he might stay healthy a whole year. It's not going to happen. He's phenomenal athlete, phenomenal receiver. But like Mostert, being a phenomenal running back, the odds of them staying healthy the whole year, just they're not there, man. They might be a million to one if you bet on them. It's I, a, I haven't checked my math, but... It's just like putting money on Tiger, you know, yeah. every, to win every tournament. Yeah, I don't know. I mean... The worst part, looking just looking over the matchup for you, is that Russell Gage, zero points. I mean, he if he catches one or two passes, you win that game. So, if I'm not mistaken from what I heard earlier while Travis was listen, listening to a podcast, he was one of two receivers that had a target for Atlanta in that game. Yep. And Establish the run. I am, I am, besides the fact they lost 32-6, to six, like... They should have been passing the whole second half, but it's okay. I'm not too upset about that. Darren Waller dropped 74 balls um, on 80 targets, so could have had two points there. Uh, Trevor Lawrence is dog shit, and if we remember at the time, I was going nuts because Dalvin Cook fumbled at the end of the game, which allowed me to have that 10th leg to root for. So I was okay with that fumble. He was about the vibes. It's just a damn shame that Waller was not all about the vibes, otherwise he would have also fumbled on the one-yard line when he scored. But, you know, you live and you learn. Never going to play Trevor Lawrence ever again. <laughs> Not because of how he looked, but because his receivers are dog shit. So. And they're, it's, I think it's their offensive line is really their main issue. And maybe the coach. Yeah, their their coach can't win without cheating. So we'll see if he we'll see if he fakes an injury this year. Not Trevor Lawrence, Urban Meyer. You see, someone already asked him about the USC job, if he would be interested in that. And he said not a chance. But I think that's what he said about just about every job that he's. I could have sworn taken. that like when he left Ohio State, he said he was done coaching for good. He said that at Florida as well. He said he'd never coach again because of health issues. And then two years later, there he at is. Ohio State. There he is. So, uh, let's let's go to 
Brandon versus Stan and James. Brandon won 135.25 to Stan and James, 91.4. Kind of just a bad day for almost everybody on Stan and James. Uh, David Montgomery was kind of the bright spot. And Tom Brady, but Tom Brady kind of had a cushy matchup on a Thursday night first week. So we'll see if he can repeat it. But Brandon had um, Nick Chubb, who is maybe the best pure runner in the NFL. And then... Gronk looked really good. I still don't understand Mike Evans picked picked by him, and I'd be a little concerned about Robert Woods getting like three targets, but his team looks looks pretty solid. So yeah, and for for Stan and James, uh, you know, two zeros. Brandon Ayuk, there really wasn't anything besides the fact that he was coming off a hamstring injury. There wasn't really anything that would make you think that he was going to get zero targets, and then. I'll be honest, I don't know shit about the Dolphins, so I don't know if the Mike Kosecki zero points was super surprising. I think the two targets is more surprising than the zero points. He usually gets at least targeted, but yeah, he... So Stan got 31 points from Tom Brady, 18 points from David Montgomery, so that's, uh, what, 49 points there. Uh, yeah, 49 points. He got another 10 from Justin Jefferson for 59 points. And his defense. And his defense got 10. So 69-ish points of his 91 points were from five players. Yeah, from five players. So he got uh, 30% of his points from two players. Yeah. So that's uh, that's pretty rough. It's actually... is that, One from one player. Yeah, thirty percent from Tom Brady, I guess, and then um, so it was probably like forty-five percent from two players. But the promising thing is that he's got Jamal Williams looked really good, and he was sitting on his bench, and Nelson Aguilar, from what it, I mean, from what it looks like, seven targets, five catches, seventy-two and one, looked pretty solid as well. Also on his bench, if he plays those two guys. He probably only loses by ten. I mean, maybe, yeah. I, I wouldn't be too concerned. Like you were saying about Ayuk, that was kind of out of the blue. Um, I would be more concerned now that Shanahan came out today and was just like, if he wants to play every snap, then he just has to be that much better than the guy in front of him. And so, that's kind of concerning. But, yeah, it. Uh, Kyle Shanahan shut down Trey Sermon and. And I kind of without letting anybody know why. So, all right, let's go to uh, the worst team name in the league to one of my underrated favorite team names in the league. So Connor going for two in parentheses plus two. Not sure if it's <laughs> what the intention was there. Um, I know it's supposed to mean mean championships, but then Drew's I eat bass. Just, just a great team name, you know. Very simple. Letting everybody know, you know, he's true to his word. Um, Drew beats Connor one twenty six point five to Connor's one hundred eight point two. I didn't really do too much on this, uh, like looking into this, but I know that Tennessee didn't look good for Connor, which makes up thirty percent of his team. And for Drew, his RBs, his running backs looked looked really good. So. Yeah, um, I also didn't really look into this one that much at all. I didn't look into any of them, really, but 
think the big surprise for Drew, uh, Jamar Chase put up 18 points and, you know, all through, you know, training camp, preseason stuff, there were concerns about him actually, you know, being good. And then it came out on what, the Thursday or Friday before the game, he said, it's a lot harder to see the ball without the white stripes, which is not really something that you want to hear from a wide receiver that's, you know, your number one pick, and you also passed up on linemen, which is what you really needed for your team. But uh, he delivered. He looked really good. Uh, yeah, I think it's I think it's important when looking at Connor's team to understand that his first, second, and third round picks, all his picks that he made, only had 30 points. That's not typically what you're looking for out of your first, second, and third round picks. Derrick Henry... It was a rough night for Derrick Henry. Um, game script was kind of not good for him at all, so kind of makes sense that he had only nine points. But, uh, yeah, it looks like uh, Noah was by far the better drafter there. And uh, So if Connor wins his fourth championship like he's pre- predicting here with his team name, it would be his third or fourth that someone else's drafts are for him. Yeah, and and you can tell. I mean, like I said, George Kittle in the second round, that man, same type of thing as Mike Williams and Mostert. He's only got a couple more weeks and he's hurt. I'm, I'm not trying to manifest it. I'm just saying that's just facts. No printer. No, no printer. I, I'm trying to manifest it. I, I don't care. Wait, you're not you're not an Iowa fan, I guess. So the vibes, I the vibes haven't been great this this uh this podcast, I guess. I've I've been I've pretty been negative to every, to everyone. Maybe we should record these in the morning, not after you know nine hours of work. But um, yeah, I'm not. You know, I just I just hope they all have fun. George Kittle, he should have a kid or something and just be out for maternity leave or put. Paternity, paternity leave. Paternity leave. I mean, maybe paternity with modern science. I mean, California, I think they have, like, automatic eight weeks paid paternity leave, maybe. So. So if he just wants to go out for, like, eight weeks. Potentially. Spend some time with his kid. Yeah. I mean, it could happen. Um, he'd have to impregnate his wife, and she'd have to have a baby in the next. Well, I don't know if you've seen... Oh, I don't even remember the name of the movie. The one, the the M Night Shyamalan one. Old. Old. I don't know if you've seen Old, but in that movie, it only takes two minutes between sex to having the baby to the baby being dead. Is that right? Yeah. Well, I thought you were just gonna say that's that, for a different podcast. It only takes it only takes two minutes for the sex portion. I'm like, oh man. No <laughs> wonder a, they it's were a marathon. <laughs> but. Um, yeah, we're, we're, we're going to move over to uh, Nick and Jesse. Nick beat Jesse 129.25 to Jesse's 122.3. Jesse needed six points from Mark Andrews to be the high loser this week. Uh, Nick had a really good Thursday night. Antonio Brown and Amari Cooper both popped off for him. Um, but he also got negative... Point six points for Marlon Jones on Thursday. Yeah, that's that's not very good. But I mean, you should probably just trade him to me. 
the vibes are right. You know, you you do have a you do have a good relationship with Ronald Jones. But Jesse had Joe Mixon, who looked like a, a legitimate RB one. He looked pretty solid, and uh, still just couldn't couldn't do it, man. Mark Andrews and Allen Robinson kind of let him down. So. Yeah, Mark Andrews is the one that had that fumble at the. Did he have a fumble? Or no, it was just an incomplete. He, no, yeah, he, he, yeah. He, didn't, he didn't secure the bag. Yeah. I and mean, he caught it, didn't make a football move, and it got beat it out. So, uh, yeah, fuck Mark Andrews. Um, <laughs> but also, you know, he, whoever's team he was on kind of deserved to lose for that. So I, I don't really feel bad about Jesse losing in this one. Um, I think his team peaked. I think 122 is the most points that he'll score this year. It's a bold prediction, but I, that's just my thoughts. Um, Allen Robinson kind of looks, I mean, with if especially if Andy Dalton keeps throwing him balls, he will be dead pretty soon <laughs> because he was throwing a lot of hospital balls at him, which was about the opposite of last year, though. So, I mean, he... Look at the positive side. He's getting a lot of a lot more targets if he stays consistent with it. Eleven targets, pretty damn good. Negative side, like ninety percent of them were over the middle, and people were heading toward his head. Yeah, I I just want to add something there because you said you think that's going to be Jesse's max. That's his that's his ceiling that this week. Um, I'm gonna say. Jaden's ceiling was 78.052, so he's only going to score less than that the rest of the year. I I would agree with that with that group of players. But once once people start handing players, I'm, I'm I think sticking they, to yeah, it. I'm telling you, I got that man at the top. I'm sticking to it. But let's let's finish this up. Let's go. Adam versus Max. Adam scored 156. To Max is 117.55. Uh, Hurts, Hawkinson, Debo. TJ Hawkinson and Debo really... I, I don't know if it was fluky. Hawkinson had a lot of game scripts, garbage time, which could be the entire year for him. Um, only only real real receiver on their team. Debo, a couple... Like, he had a long touchdown, a couple long catches. Uh, I, I do have to knock at him for picking Green Bay as his defense and then them getting negative four points or 3.75 negative points four yeah. so which is the lowest possible score a defense can get really yeah i it makes sense they lost 38 to three so i i i mean green bay was never supposed to have a good defense right no it's just uh, people were betting on james being that bad which i he got lasik he's got robot eyes now so and really, and you know what his his trainer told him something he doesn't remember what he told him but just be prepared. Just be prepared, you know? I mean, the Green Bay's defense was pretty good last year in um, his defense. Um, didn't middle, realize middle we were playing in the 2020 season. Uh, uh, you're right, you're right. And and I just want to – but TJ Hawkinson, he could be a great play all year. I don't know who I was telling it, but there it is a well-known fact that Jared Goff cannot throw the ball further than 10 yards physically. So that that is about perfect for – your TJ Hawkinson's of the league. A lot of a lot of dump downs to him. Um, Jamal Williams, same thing. Uh, DeAndre Swift also caught a lot of balls. They, they so, had in that same podcast I listened to, they had the same sort of stat with Detroit. I think they had like 
something like 10 targets to wide receivers, but they threw the ball like 60 times. So it was all the tight ends and running backs. And I, I also wanted to throw in this because I don't know if if, I've, if you've heard, but Max had Calvin Ridley who, if I heard correctly, Atlanta only had two wide receivers. Bingo. That had target. Atlanta threw the ball. He was one of them. Shout out to Max for this stat that he sent me on Twitter. But Atlanta threw the ball 10% less, uh, like on... 10% less plays than they were expected to, being down 38-6. to six. So their play calling was just atrocious. They kept running the ball, being down, at, maybe it wasn't 38, it was 32-6 to six or whatever it was. But it was just terrible. So we'll see if they fix that at all. Um, otherwise, Max having Kyle Pitts and Calvin Ridley might be a little bit of a headache despite their talent. I mean, they're both super talented players. It's just if you're going to try to run the ball, with Mike Davis the entire year, you're not going to win a lot of games. Yeah, so. and I mean, Pitts had eight targets, which is good for a tight end. But, yeah, if they don't turn into anything, it's it's going to be rough. I I think the promising thing for Max is that Sean McVay has showed that it is not the fact that his quarterback can only throw the ball 10 yards, that Cooper Cup will go off. Um, he has showed that he is racist and he just only will throw the ball to white guys regardless of who's throwing the ball. So Cooper Cup's looking for a promising season this year, I think. I mean, that kind of showed it, opened my eyes a little little bit when you had Matthew Stafford back there instead of Jared Goff. So, Yeah, Jared Goff might just be afraid of non-white people. He He seems like that type. I've never seen... Jared Goff not around not white people. If that makes any sense. I know it doesn't, it, but it doesn't. But I'll I'll, I'll we'll agree with it. you here. I'll agree. You with can't you edit here. it out either. I, so, I was gonna uh, say no edits. You know, uh, yeah. He he seems like he might just have a little bit of that Josh Allen blood in him. You know, just formerly racist, and now he just doesn't know what to do with himself. Mm-hmm. So. Mm-hmm. Yeah, we'll we'll see. We'll see. Speaking of Josh Allen, he's also got Cole Beasley on his team. That the Bills are going to be the hardest team to root for this year. I digress. Let's let's move into uh let's move into week 2 if unless you guys anything else to wrap up on these. Nope. Okay. Nope. Week 2. All right. We're going to save the best for last, obviously. Um what we're going to do, we're just going to Rather than do predictions, picks for anything, we're just going to run through it, do our predictions, give a little synopsis of why, and then kind of move on. So um, we'll start with Jack versus Tostin, and that's because that's how it was organized on my screen last night. So that is this one, and I'm going to go with Tostin. Honestly, the main reason I'm going with Tossin in this one is because he's in first place. He's the top scorer, you know. And when you have a lead like that, you, you don't you don't just let it go easily. And obviously Tossin's team is super talented. I was saying that all preseason. I wasn't shitting on his team at all. Um, but also Jack's team is is just hurt. So I'm going Tossin over Jack. Uh yeah. I'm gonna go Tossin too. Same reason, you know. Jack's team is basically dead. 
Um, he just spent 42 of his fab on Juwan Johnson, which in, may work out, but may not. And like I, 70 on Jermichael Hasty. Yeah. Oh, did he? Yeah. I didn't even see that. So he's like almost out of money already. Yeah, he's over 50% gone on those That's two. Fair. Yeah. But then the big thing with Tossin's team, I think it's going to cause problems for people pretty much all season. The Patrick Mahomes, Tyree Kill stack, I nope. I didn't like going up against it. Nope. I'm, I refuse to give Tossin credit for that <laughs> because it felt like a reach all the way through. But, yeah, it is going to kind of suck. So, Um... Yeah, I, uh, I'm i going to take Tost on this one as well. I do like Dak, or uh, Dak, Dra- Jacks. there we go, game strategy here. Uh, as of now, he has benched all of his good players. He doesn't want them to get hurt. I don't know if he knows that they won't actually play if he benches them, but I do like the strategy. Um, just a little bit scary with how shitty a lot of Tostin's players played and how much their quarterbacks and offensive coordinators continue to go at them. Um, CD had about 32 drops, and Godwin had, what, a fumble and 12 drops? He had a fumble and a dropped 45-yard wide-open touchdown. D- DJ Chark had f- 45 targets and 12 drops. Like, that's just way... in. Their quarterbacks kept going at them, so that's kind of scary to uh, think about. It's it's similar to what would be Waller, him having 50 drops on 60 targets. So, But despite the fact that Dawson doesn't have a real running back on his team, uh, I still like his team as much as I hate to say it. He will trade it away at some point, though. It so will, we'll see. We'll see. Um. Let's let's move over to Ben and Stan, uh, or Ben, Stan, and James. I'm gonna go with Ben over Stan and James. Uh, just a solid, solid week. I'm expecting, uh, or a solid team. I'm expecting a better week from Tyler Boyd this week, and Will Fuller's back. Is that right? Yes. So, that should help. Um. Yeah, it's a tough one. Uh, I'm going to go with Ben, though. I, I do like the matchups for uh, Stan and James' teams, but, I mean, when you have your tight end getting 20 targets a game, super helpful. You know, Cream and Dak, good running back stack. I think Ben wins this one. I think it'll be pretty close. Ooh. Yeah, you know, a man of edging his bets, I should say Stan... You know, it's it's a different different year starting this week. Last week sucked, so we're we're starting the year this week. I've got myself by a lot. Um, I just yeah, I just don't I don't see it in his team. Uh, I love the Gerald Everett pickup, but my team is the best in the league, and I just I see him having an average week, scoring 145 points. And stands, and they might meet their projection 125, but it's just the fact that my average is most people's ceilings. So I got me in this one. The confidence, the newfound confidence of Ben, uh, after giving up sports betting, <laughs> he's kind of he's kind of reborn. So um, let's go to let's go to Drew and Nick. Um, both one and O, oh, or they are. 
Okay, yeah, they're second one and matchup. Um, I'm gonna go with I'm gonna go with Drew in this one. Uh, you know, I I just don't think that AB and Amari are gonna put up the same output. I think his running backs could still struggle for Nick. So I I think Drew's just a little bit more solid all the way through. So I'm going Drew to go to two and zero. Uh, yeah, I'm also going Drew in this one. Um, I, I really like Drew's team and yeah, I don't know. Nick just doesn't really have like a, a solid running back on his entire roster, which will come back to bite him at some point, especially with how you better not talk shit about Rojo, dude. Well, if he was on my team. Okay. Yeah. He'd he'd produce on your team. Maybe it'll come back to bite him. As we mentioned, I Dawson's team. Melv looked good, but I just don't. I'm still not buying into him. Uh, but he has looked like the only team that I've I've actually felt threatened by in all of the time, all of the years that we've played fantasy football. That hasn't had like good running backs. So, but uh. Yeah, no, Drew's team, I'm going to be honest, I didn't like it at all when I when after, right after he drafted it. But if DeAndre Swift and Jamar Chase keep doing what they did in week one, then they could be scary good. So I'm going to take Drew in this one as well. Same reason, outside of the running backs, Nick goes with Michael Pittman Jr. as what would be his third guy that is... Yeah, just, yeah. Um, and it's all a matter of when, not if, with Amari Cooper as well. When does he get hurt? So, not like I said, not trying to manifest anything, but... Vibes. History will repeat itself, <laughs> and it has for the majority of the guys already this year, and I just, I don't see any way that Nick wins this one. All right, let's go to... Connor and Brandon, I'm going with Mueller this week. We've been all chalk, by the way. So consider, but I'm not switching this one. Not on this one. I'm just saying, but I'm going with, I'm going with Mueller in this one. I uh, I think Mike Evans has one of his classic boom games. He'll go quiet for the next three or four games afterward, but Brandon has probably the most fuck Connors quotes, fuck Connors in the chat. And I think Mike Evans will catch on to that brand draft him a little bit earlier than I expected him to. And, uh, I think Mike Evans will appreciate him for that and, and say fuck Connor. So honestly, I think I'm, I'm picking Brandon by the way, but I think this is going to be a big game for Noah Fant. You know, Jerry Judy just got injured. Teddy Bridgewater is going to be looking he he loves looking like middle of the field, which is where Noah Fant's going to get most of his uh, routes ran. Just and, just average guys. Yeah, and Jacksonville is just a super shitty team. So yeah, just average Jags, just average guys. There's something there. Just just a guy. Just average guys. Just 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 the just guys. A guy. Just the guys. Yeah. So <laughs> Noah Fant is probably just a guy. Playing the Jags, it's it's lining up. <laughs> it is market. 
it's interesting to look at Mueller's lineup as of now. Um, I like the Fant play over Gronk, but he did take Jalen Waddle out, and I and he's he's playing Lavishka Chenault versus Denver. So, no, I mean, there's no doubt his team's going to win. Um, they're going to beat going for two times, too. I still don't get the team name, but... Should be going for 0-2. Bang. Nice. Bang. Nice. Vibes. <laughs> All right. But yeah, uh, branded by a long shot. Okay. Okay, yeah, I figured we're still, we're still chalk all the way through here. Let's see on, let's see on this one. Um... Did we do... We haven't done Jaden yet. Or Jesse, Adam. Yeah. Okay. Um, so I, I'll, let's do Jesse and Adam first. I'm going to... I think I'll, I'm going to break the, the streak here. I'm going to say Jesse beats Adam in a Joe Mixon revenge game because he didn't get picked by Adam, so he has to, he has to pop off. That's fair. Uh, I'm going to go Adam... Um, I think it'll probably be a bounce-back game for Devontae Adams. You know, they're playing Detroit. He's not a super strong defense. Expect him to put up a lot of points. And then Austin Eckler versus Dallas. Also, not a very strong defense. I didn't look at the matchups. I just I just know Joe Mixon has a lot of heart. And he didn't get drafted. He, it was like being being dropped by family, you know? I I do know. <laughs> Uh, I'm, I am, uh, I'm going to go for, for team Jesse White. So I'm, I'm rooting for Adam as toxic as those names are getting. I, I, yeah, Jesse, he's just not, he's probably going to score 90 points if I had to guess. And Joe Mixon scoring 90. I think, I think Jalen Hurts alone puts up. Well, Jalen Hurts and Devontae Adams alone put up 100 points. So, uh, yeah, even though Tyler Lockett will probably have zero points and Debo might have zero points as well, I've got Adam, Team Jesse White, in this one. Yeah, I just want to say Rip Debo um, from Friday. He died in the offseason. <laughs> um, biggest biggest loss, but, yeah. Um, let's, move, let's move to Jaden and Max. Um, I wrote down what my picks last night. So, I didn't realize what I was going to say on the podcast today. I said that Jaden's ceiling was 78.05 points, and I picked him in this game against Max. Um, Max just having Tampa Bay versus Atlanta. It's going to be tough. I think uh, Najee's got just, just one more week before he really starts to pop off. I think they start to get figured out in, in Pittsburgh, but I don't think it's going to be this week. So, I went with Jaden. Jaden's going to score 78 points even, and Max is just going to score less than that. That's fair. Uh, I disagree. I'm going to go with Max in this one. Um, and part of it is, you know, I don't tr- I'm not sure how much we can trust James Robinson. Game script shouldn't be there. I hope it's not there because <laughs> if it is there, that means the Broncos are probably losing. Um, Saquon, they've kind of already said that he's still not 100%. They're still easing him in. And they play Thursday, Washington man. on Thursday. So that's just a bad mix of things all together. Um, that, that's about it. That's all I have. But I'm going Max. Hmm. Uh, I'm going to go... 
I'm going to go with Max. And the only reason that I had to think about it is I think between Aaron Rodgers and his matchup, Keenan Allen and his matchup, and Tampa Bay's defense and their matchup, I think Jaden puts up 110 points. Those three alone will put up 90 of them, and the rest of his team will put up 20. But I still think Max, with with Kyler and Cup, and I think uh, Elijah Mitchell, or Eli Mitchell, how, whatever the hell his name is, will will go off as well, showing that he can be that number one running back in that system. So I like Max in this one. All right, and let's let's go to the game of the week. Uh, I'm Mike Tython. Versus, uh, Justin's cracked at, at Fortnite there. So, um, you versus me. Host versus host. Vibes are right. Crazy, you know, first podcast, we get to go up against each other. Just... It's, it's a heavyweight, a heavyweight battle, you know? Mm-hmm. Um, so, I'm picking myself. I'm picking myself, yeah. I don't need reasoning, so... I just, I just know. I'll give reasoning. Rodrigo Blankenship. Guaranteed at least seven points. You can put it on the books. I will, I will put... I will Venmo everyone in our league one dollar if Rodrigo Blankenship doesn't get at least seven points. I'll, I mean, I'll, I'll accept that for sure because I don't lose any way by doing this. <laughs> it's not but... really betting. So I'm gonna have to accept it as well. Um, I I'm just gonna say I think that Zonder Saunders scores more than Rodriguez. Zonder Saunders <laughs> definitely the better kicker, definitely the better system because Tua can't finish. Um, I fucking hate Lamar though, man. I just hate that man so much. Ugliest quarterback in the league. Can't hold on to the fucking football. Ah shit. This is this is tough. I am stumped. DK DK will probably go off though. CMC Yeah, I'm 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 gonna go with with Team David here. Just Hell just yeah. Solely due to matchups. Tim Patrick, key pickup. He's gonna have a solid ten points on two targets and a touchdown. Um Tunyon will go off. Justin Herbert's going to bounce back probably 405, 400 passing yards and five touchdowns. All to, all to Jared Cook. Oh No, probably not. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm going to take Justin's cracked at Fortnite in this one. I mean, he's cracked, bro. I, I don't know what to do. About My guy Justin, he's, he's cracked at Fortnite. But I, but I would put money on it. Well, no, no, I, I can't put money on it. I would put... I would advise putting money on Saunders to outkick Rodrigo this well, week. It's a good thing we aren't doing like an uh, a kicker a kicker duel. I mean, uh, we could unless we, we could. I mean, I'm not planning on drinking until Halloween again. I was gonna say it's only uh, we we are we betting six weeks drinks. I was Halloween? gonna say let's go <laughs> let's do this. It could get really bad. Let's do point differential for drinks. One so drink one per drink point. So when we say drink, is it an entire and can or like a shot full type drink. of thing? A full drink. It is not a Connor drink. Here's, this is a full ass drink. Here's what we'll do. If it gets too ridiculous, just start earlier in the day. 
So I'll start at like 8 a.m. if oh, it's yeah, I mean, like 13 points. But okay, yeah. that works. I'll so, do that. So full, okay. So we've got a full, full, I mean, month and a half until someone has to pay up on this. But yeah, we'll, we'll go full, uh, full drinks on our kickers. Yeah. I've never been more confident in not having to take a drink in my life. I guess I guess we'll see. A little bit, a uh, little bit overconfident. I like the Zonders uh, vibe a little bit more. But since we didn't do a preseason, we never got to say who we thought was going to win uh, the league this year or who was going to lose. So let's just run through winners and losers. Let's not do the middle. Um, let's go. Actually, let's go. Top three, or top two, and bottom two, losers and winners championship. That works for me. So, uh, obviously, I'm gonna be in the winners championship. I don't know if I'm gonna win. Um, I'm planning on playing. Oh, jeez. Uh, I'm I'm planning on playing. We'll say Tossin. I'll I'll make him feel good about himself. You know, he's he's committed this year. He's he's active in the chat. So I'll re- reward him by saying, oh, I'm, I'm playing Toss in the championship this year. Uh, yeah, I think I'm playing you in the championship this right. year. So me versus you. Had you in the third place. Yeah, yeah. yeah. Uh, I don't know. That That's all I have. I don't need... I, it, it makes sense. No I, explanation I, I, needed. I've got a preview early this... I mean, I, I don't really care who I'm playing in the championship. I'm going to win. Um... I want to say, like, either Tostin or Travis, but I have good faith that Tostin will trade 30% of his team to Jaden by the end of the season. And so kind of just what what 30% is it? But uh, we'll play it safe. I'm going to say Travis and I in the championship. Travis setting up for a healthy second-place finish this year. I mean, I'll take it. I've just been fifth, like, nine years in a row, it feels like. Um, last place, I'm going Connor. Uh and Connor is going to beat. He he's going to beat Jaden for last place. So Connor's going to get last. He's going to beat him for last place by scoring less points. Okay. Uh, I also have Connor as my last place team. I mean, I hate to say this because I know he's already like down really bad, but uh, I think I might have him going up against Jack. Down bad, dude. Jack is down bad. Um, yeah, prob- that's probably a good bet with the way that his team's looking right uh, now. And I, I, I agree. I think you're on to something. I also have Connor and Jack. I think mainly because Jack, if I had to guess, he's going to lose three or four more players. And we'll stop setting his lineup due to the fact that he's dead and had killed himself. I mean, he's talked it up. It, I mean, it was week one, and he put up 127 points, and he talked about killing himself. I think he loses three more guys and definitely kills himself. I was gonna say, if he's like that after a win, imagine what he's like after a loss. And and, and a yeah, and an Ohio State loss. Um, Ouch. Uh, but yeah, so I I think Jack and Connor and I. Oh, fuck, I don't want to say Connor wins it though. No, I can't do it. I'm gonna root. I I got Jack in this one. Jack, I can't root for Connor. Jack beats Connor, so Connor gets the last. Yes. Okay. Chalk again there. That, that one was pretty easy. Um. All right, so that's all we really had. I guess uh, one note I wanted to make, I'm going to try to change my team name every day for this entire year. So uh, I've got like 40 or 50 team names in my backlog right now, but I kind of want to highlight my 
favorite non-Travis team name of the week. Or you, if you want, you can do your favorite non-David uh, team name All of right. the week. Um, so this this week, I'm going outside of our league into our family league for it. Uh, I'm going with Kelvin. His team name right now is Free My Guy, and it's a picture of Deshaun Watson. <laughs> and he, he he said it was just because he wants him traded away from Houston, not because he thinks that he's innocent. So uh, great team name in my family league with my mom and dad and sister story, Autumn, all, all in it. Great team name. Uh, because of the irony more than anything. So, yeah, you know, this is a tough one for me. Um, it's probably between Stan's Ayuk, more like I want to die, and uh, you know, Drew's classic I eat bass. Um, this is tough. The vibes are good on both of them. You know, you've got the the depressing vibes with you know I want to die, and then it it's. It's a great name. A, I, I think I'm going to go with I Eat Bass. I Eat Bass. All right, Ben, what, what do you got? Uh, I am, I'm going to go away from the majority of the opinions in the chat. I'm going to go with Jesus Saves and God Wins, only because he effectively found a way to use someone on, a, a player on his team's name. It has nothing to do with football, It was, but it is much better than Kittlehawk <laughs> or... Just the majority of his team names in the past. So, so I'm going with Jesus saves and God wins. You're doing it on improvement, like the. I'm just I'm proud of him. The the most improved Tossin yes. definitely gets. So and he's getting there as a fantasy player. Yeah, he's been in peak form this season. I know, I know it's he's, only he's one on week, it. but it's kind of scary to think about. Why don't we uh, Why don't we give him a clap? You know. I already gave his sister the clap. <laughs> All right. <laughs> um. <laughs> There you go. The vibes. Um, so that, that'll do it, I guess, unless you guys have anything else. I'm good. <laughs> no, I think, I think that's good. I'm good. All right. Uh, for that, um, hey, fuck it. Hey, fuck it.